Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Welcome back to the final December theme, our soulful selling. Today's topic is all about handling sales objections. I won't lie to you. When I first talked about and mentioned on my Instagram that I don't agree with handling sales objections, a few people went up up in arms. A few people were very triggered by that and they they were saying things like, no, it's about having a dynamic conversation. It's not about pushing people in. I disagree and all that stuff. They were, they were very activated by what I said. And I want to bring that up intentionally because I want to give you both. I want to walk you through how I view handling sales objections and my belief around that. I don't handle objections. I have a conversation. I want to walk you through why people believe handling sales objections is necessary. I want to give you both. You are a self-led, dynamic, smart, amazing, beautiful human being. You will know how to take this and, and, and apply it to your business. But I want to give you both. That way you understand fully both sides, what, what I believe to be true, what I have embodied, how I've changed things, and, and what other people uh, have been taught and all the things. So Handling sales objections. Going off of the last two episodes, let's assume that you are on the sales call. Let's assume that you have someone in the DMs, like you're at the place where the, the invitation happened. You invited them into your container. Uh, the, you, you told them which package was appropriate. Like the sale, the sale was sold. Okay. You, you sold to them. And then you get hit with a, with an objection a, uh, I can't afford that right now, or I will join next time. I have to talk to a spouse. I don't think that I'm ready. Here's what we need to understand. Even if the person on the receiving end of your conversation, your prospect, your lead, your ideal client said to you that I can't join until the sky turns purple, that is their truth. That is their truth. What I want you to get in the habit of is understanding and respecting someone's truth. It doesn't have to match your truth. It could be completely wrong objectively, but it's their truth. So typically and traditionally when it comes to the sales process, we are taught that if they're this far, they're already sold. If they're this far, they just need to get in. If they're this far, like push them over the edge, get them off the fence and into the program. And typically what's stopping them is fear. It's fear. And that is true. Most times it's fear that stops us from, from taking the leap, right? And joining and, and all the stuff. So the intention behind handling sales objections is you're doing your job as their mentor, as their coach, uh, as the person that they're looking to to hire for a service, you are helping them move out of fear and move towards where they want to go. That's why they inquired in the first place. I understand that thought process, but here's my issue with it. There is an energy shift that takes place when we st- when we enter objection handling mode. It's like this weird, like we put on our armor, we're ready to go to war with it. We, we just, our energy shifts. 
And I want this, as I talked about in the last episode, your sales conversation is all the same flow. When you're saying, how's your day? And here's the link. It's the same flow. There's no shift that happens. It's the same you that they get no matter what. It's all the same conversation. When it comes to objections and how to have that conversation, it's the same flow. It's no different. Okay. So I don't want you to think that you have to put on like your salesman hat and, and, and handle the objections and get the person to say yes and, and flip the script. Have you ever been on a phone call with someone for like, I have T-Mobile as my service provider for my cell phone. And when I, whenever I have to call their customer service, oh, I dread it every time. Because what happens is when I'm on wait and they're doing something that they needed to do with my phone, they're always like, thank you for waiting. And by the way, if you also would like free Xfinity for the next one month, we will give that to you for no, no, there's no cost. It's free. And I go, no, I'm okay. Thank you. They go, but it's free. Are you sure you don't want that? You also get free music. And I'm just like, I said, no. Okay. They are taught to, to push for the yes. They're taught to, to keep going until you say yes. They try to exhaust you to the point of like, okay, fine. Just give me the free thing just so I can shut you up because it's annoying. We've also been taught to say yes out of fear, out of fear. And this was me for so long is whenever I objected to, oh, I really can't afford that. Sometimes we really just can't afford it. It's too much of a stretch, right? It's, it's too big of an investment. That's okay. That's all relative to each of us. And then they start handling the objection with, but where are you going to be in, in a, in a year? Like, where are you going to be? And it's just like, whoa, geez, I just, I just, I physically can't make that work right now. Like, can that just be okay? So the energy switches and, and we start to feel bad. And because I believe in selling via desire, uh, want and excitement, I never want someone to be scared to tell me no, right? Like that's not the vibe I want to create. That's not leading with integrity. That's not who I am. I don't want people to feel like shit when they're buying from me. So when it comes to sales objections, it's the same conversation we're having the entire time, right? It's no different. I agree with having the conversation. I don't agree in pushing or making people feel bad. I don't agree with challenging their belief system with what I believe to be true, what I think is in their best interest, because here's what it comes down to. I don't want you in my world if you don't think you're ready. If you think that you're a gamble and not an investment right now with my investment, that's okay. But I don't want you to be on edge the entire time or I got to make this money back and stressed out. Like I just don't want those vibes in my containers, which is why the containers I create, the programs I create, the offers I create, it's very sacred spaces. Like I, there's no, there's none of that shit there. So when it comes to the objection, okay, let's say you get these objections. Here's the three-step process that I want you to follow. Number one, validate their belief. If they say to you, hey, I can't make that work or oof, that scares me. That investment is scary or uh, I have to talk to a spouse. Validate that. I totally understand. What feels better than, than feeling like you're heard and you're seen? What feels better than someone's not just looking for the next conversion, but they see you as a human being? Validate their truth. If they have to wait until their dog comes home from the vet because they're not sure what the bill's going to be, validate that. I get it. I also have a dog. We're going to empathize if it's appropriate. I also have to talk to my spouse. I understand. It's okay. It's okay. 
And then we want to rework. So validate, empathize if it's appropriate. Then we want to rework or debunk what we believe to be true. Here's how this goes. If someone has entered my world and I know they can afford it, like I know they've already gone through the application, they've done, they've done all the steps. I, I know them. Right. And they're like, I can't make that work. Here's how I have the conversation. I validate that. Listen, I get it. It's an investment. Absolutely. I empathize. I poop my pants before I invest in anything too. I also still get scared. It's good. I love being on my edge. And here's how I re would rework or debunk that. Let me ask you a question that I always ask myself before I invest. If I can invest $1 to make $2, is it a no-brainer? And if they say yes, I go, awesome. So what you're telling me is your fear, your fear is not in, it, the, the truth is I can afford this. The fear is, will I make my money back, right? That's the fear. Do you want to talk about that? We want to like go into that. I'm happy to go into that with you. I will invite them to have that conversation if, if, if I, if I know it's appropriate. Other than that, what I say is, Hey, listen, I totally get it. I empathize with you. Here's, here's where I fall when it comes to that same feeling, that belief. Pre-sale closes in two days. You still have time. If anything changes, please reach out. If I say, if they say they have to go think about it, talk to a spouse, I absolutely respect that. I have to do the same thing as well. I can't just, well, I mean, I do it. Don't tell my husband. Don't tell Matt. Matt, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But I, I invest without permission now. But uh, when, I, when I had to ask for permission, when it was a, a big deal in the household to invest that kind of money, I had to talk to my spouse about it. So I would say, awesome, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to follow up with you in 24 hours. How does that sound? I'll give you 24 hours. I'll follow up with you via DM, via phone call, via email, whatever. However, we're communicating right now, I will follow up with you. How does that sound? And they will likely say yes. That is how I handle sales objections, okay? Here's what I don't do. If they say no, I don't say, but are you sure? Or, hey, how about I throw this thing in and that thing or a month free or this? I don't do any of that right? That's the neediness energy, that scarcity energy we talked about when it comes to dating. It's like very weird. It feels awkward. No one likes to be bombarded with information like that. I would say, awesome. If, if the container is too much of a stretch, what I will do is I will downsell them into the next appropriate container. I will invite them into the next container. An example is if someone goes, oh, Melanie, I want to join your matrix. Uh, the matrix is my year long membership. All of my programs are included, everything new and old. It's like the most amazing thing, magical thing on the planet. And they say, I can't make that work. I go, that's no problem. But if you're really interested in that sales program that the, the matrix gets, you know, you could, you could join the matrix, you could join that sales program here. Or if you're not ready for that commitment, I would suggest this passive sales program that that's uh, under, under $400. I, I will invite them into the next thing because I genuinely want to help them. I want to, I want to say, Hey, if, if you really want to learn this, if you really want to master this, but that you can't make that work, it's okay. Here's the next thing. Can you feel the difference? Can you feel the soulful selling the embodiment, the conversation selling is easy when you see it as a conversation, when you see the human as a human. When you don't know, when you don't make the nose mean anything, when you don't make the objections mean anything, when you don't make, when you don't make things feel weird, the more you can tap into this frequency, the more you can embody this, this version of selling the new era of selling, like I like to call it the soulful selling, everything gets easier. People just want in, they can feel it. 
it becomes no brainer, not because of how well you market yourself, but because of, of how you be, how you walk with what you say, how you treat your people. That goes a lot farther than how can I say something to, to move them out of that objection into this thing and blah, 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 like that feels very calculated. And that's where that ick and sleaze comes from. We don't, we don't like to operate that way. You are here because you don't operate that way. You found my podcast, you're in my world because you don't operate that way. And we're setting a new era in, in motion. We're setting a new way of being in motion. And it starts with you and how you sell and how they feel when they're in your world and in your conversations. That's all sales is, is a conversation. I hope you enjoyed December's theme when it comes to selling. We're going to move into January with a lot of goal setting, a lot of money conversations. It's going to be really, really fun. I want to give you a lot of the behind the scenes on how we do things. If you loved this episode, if you embody this way of selling, share it on your Instagram, please rate, subscribe, send me a review. I want to know if you're enjoying this. If there are any topics that you want me to cover, let me know. This is what I'm here for. This is what I live for. This is what I do. You're beautiful. You smell nice. You're amazing. I love you. Thank you for being here. And I will catch you on the next episode of the Rich Man Podcast. 